Welcome to Damaged Goods, where we talk about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Real and raw, funny and unfiltered. Unfiltered. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome your hosts, Cynthia and Chrissy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode three of Damaged Goods. This week, we're going to talk about narcissistic behavior, not taking no for an answer, and cheaters. Uh, But before we do that, we had a question about our comment in the last episode about Middle Eastern men, uh, which we kind of just want to clarify because we absolutely do not have anything against Middle Eastern people in general. Um, It was just our experience dating uh, men like that. So we had kind of only pointed out the fact that they're good looking and everybody's like, how is that a red flag? Um, I think what we were trying to get at was the fact that they know that they're good looking and they use that to their advantage. Um, They have narcissistic behaviors as far as I've noticed and even from just friends, not even just guys that I've dated, like you can just tell their demeanor is... Not everybody, like we said, not all Middle Eastern men, but they do have a demeanor about them. And I also know men who have dated women from that ethnicity who have said the same thing. And, and they, are, they are beautiful people. It, you would be dumb to not notice you yourself were that attractive. Yeah. And you can kind of use it to your advantage to get what you want out of a situation. Yes. And I think they have a very fiery, passionate personality, which in the moment seems exciting and it it makes you want more. It's almost like a drug. Um, But then when you step back from the situation, you kind of realize... Or you put yourself into it more. What the... One or the other. You'll eventually realize the extreme of that passionate... Yes. And I'm sure there are other nationalities that have similar. This That's is just, just our, our experience. This is just our experience, yeah. And I would say, okay, if I just, it was one person, you know, it was just that one person, it was just his personality. But I did mention I had a phase, and <laughs> there were, you know, three, to, you. three to five of them <laughs> that I dated. And it was all, all quite similar. And if you listened to the... Last episode, the wing clipper was Middle Eastern. So we just wanted to clarify for you. We, we love Middle Easterners. There's no, you know. We love your food, too. Animosity towards you. You know, we embrace you. Yeah. So I guess that will bring us into our narcissistic behavior. It's a perfect, perfect, perfect start. Um, so I guess some narcissistic behavior that I've definitely noticed is like, I think I mentioned it in the last episode, the FaceTiming all the time, keeping tabs on what you're doing kind of thing. Like they don't like you doing things without them knowing. Yeah. And it's interesting because somebody told me that they listened to the episode and had no idea that it was a way of checking in or keeping tabs on somebody. Yeah, and this was a healthy. male, so it was a female doing it to him. Um, and he said, like, I literally did not know. Like, that's what it was. And now hearing it and looking back at her personality, it makes total sense that, that that's what she was doing. 
Right. A lot of people don't notice that. No, they think it's, oh, they love me so much. They want to talk to me all the time. Yeah, they just want to see your face all the time. That's what it is. No. No one wants to even see their own face. (laughs) And you know what's funny? So looking back at that, I, this was like before I even had Carson, like years ago, I dated this kid who would FaceTime me at night, like, and I'm not a phone person, never have been, and I would just sit on the phone with him at night, whatever, until I was ready to go to bed, and my mom would be like, you don't think that's weird? And, like, I was, like, 18, 19 at the time, and I'm like, no. She's like, I feel like he wants to just know where you are. I'm like, "Mm, I didn't think of it that way, and then years later, now I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) Right. And I think the only time I've ever found it semi-acceptable I was involved with someone who lived in California. So long distance. When that's you're that different. yeah, that's different. It wasn't a way to like check up or are you really out to eat with who you said like it mm. was and, and then you factor in a time difference. So right. you know, like you're getting home from work and I am going out with friends. Right. Like it's a quick high. But when it's a constant or and if if you're dating someone local and they know you're out, there's no reason. To be texting you all the time. Like, trust. I'm out. Yeah. Talk to you later. All right, so what else you got for narcissistic behavior? Uh, I think kind of that passionate when they're, you see it as passionate in the moment, but it's really anger. I think they make their narcissists, narcissists make their anger seem like it's coming from they care. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. It's all control. Yeah. It's Everything not. a narcissist does is for control. Yeah. And they're manipulative. Manipulative. <laughs> We're really good at this <laughs> word thing, huh? Fantastic. <laughs> um, manipulative. It yeah. is. It's... They, they see themselves as one way mm-hmm. and expect you to see them in that way so they do everything in their power to get you to see them in that light yes and the minute i think you are kind of catching on is either they ramp it up or they'll end it yeah because i think that like when you meet a narcissist they really try to mirror your energy that's one thing that you they mirror your energy and they try to act like they have so many things in common with you yes and yes. then in the end, you realize, like, we don't have anything in common. Exactly. That was all fake. It was all a facade. Yes. Like, they like the same kind of music. They like the same kind of food. Oh, Everything. you like that? I like that. Oh, what a coincidence. This kid, this one <laughs> this one kid, I remember specifically, I, like, was so swooned over it. Like, he was like, oh, what do you get, like, for Chinese food? And we had the same exact order. And I'm like, how is everything... How is everything... I literally thought this, he was my soulmate. Right. Biggest narcissist I've, narcissist I've ever met in my life. But, like, everything... Like, we just, like, were so many things in common that it, it never clicked in my head until he started, like, being crazy. And do you think, though, that plays back to when we talked about... Because we weren't where we are now like had grown like I that think we didn't we, realize it I think now if someone approached me I would definitely catch on I think now probably I feel like because we've experienced it so many times and we are at that point where we're like enough is enough I'm not doing this and we have become so independent and in tune with ourselves 
you that know. yet we can probably call it out in a heartbeat now. You get that gut instinct. Like, nobody has this much in common with each other. Exactly. Nobody. And it's, it is almost, they're gaslighting you. That's exactly what it is. That's, that's the biggest thing of narcissism is gaslighting you. And it doesn't have to just be a romantic. I mean, I had a roommate and... I've had narcissistic friends. And yeah. he, it just, it went south for many reasons. Most of what she thought he didn't have to pay rent. Um, <laughs> but he literally gaslighted me so much as we were like hashing it out right before he moved out. I was starting to like believe him and think... Like, well, did I say he only had to pay $100 a month? Yeah. Like, because they just get in your head so much and know exactly what to say. Yes. They know your weaknesses, too. Yes. So they know how to play on that weakness. And he knew I was just a compassionate person. Like, I'm kind. I'm a giver. So he knew how to play on that to make me question, like, everything. Like... Did this happen? Am you I imagining this? Yes. Dealing with a narcissist, you question yourself in so many ways that you wouldn't think that you you would. Yeah. To yourself. That's the crazy part. It is. Like, you you doubt yourself. Like, well, they have to be right. Right? Because they're just so persuasive. They're so... They're, narcissists are so good at being narcissists. It's yeah. disgusting. And obviously, we're not professionals. This is all just coming from our own experience. But it is an actual personality disorder. So we're not just taking traits and throwing a name to it. And we're just kind of giving you our life lessons on it. Kind of like giving you some awareness, I guess. Yeah. So like if you see... And obviously, if there's like one of these things, we'll know. But if you see multiple... We're not saying that nobody will have things in common with you. And no, like, there's obviously narcissistic traits that people can carry, but it doesn't necessarily make them a narcissist. Like, I'm not saying your boyfriend's going to FaceTime you tomorrow and you should be like, why are you calling me? <laughs> Decline. <laughs> Like, you, if there's a pattern behind it all. Yes, like, that's the word, pattern. There's a pattern, and you have to look out for those patterns. You can't just assume, oh, this person did this, they're a narcissist, because yeah. that's not always the case. No, it's not a one-off situation. Right. There's a constant pattern. It's over time. You see it constantly. Yes. <laughs> um, another thing that you'll notice about um, narcissism, narciss- I don't even know if we should be saying narcissism, narcissists, like... Narcissists? I feel like we've said it so many times, the words, like... <laughs> going right through my brain um but narcissists have this need for excessive attention um they they're the type of people that want everybody to like them um the particular narcissist that was the biggest narcissist literally had to make sure that all of his ex-girlfriends still liked him he would reach out to them randomly like just for confirmation they don't want to be the bad guy Yes, that yes, and they you they'll they'll say like, well, I'm still friends with all of my exes. Yes, you know, I, I keep in touch with all of my exes. Like, but then I'm not the somebody, bad guy. Yeah. Somebody that I dated would reach out to me, and I wouldn't even answer. He'd it'd be the fucking end of the world. Yeah, it's but like it you is. literally called your ex girlfriend to say Merry Christmas. And I think I'm just now realizing that characteristic. They do keep in contact with every. Yes. And, and when they you do kind of question them on any sort of the behavior, it is they're they bailing their way to not be the bad guy. Yes. Even if they are wrong in a situation, it's how can I prove to 
probably themselves, but you in the process. Like, I'm not the bad guy. Yes. What I've noticed is when trying not to prove that they are the bad guy, they literally will turn it around on you and make it seem like you've done something wrong. Oh, yeah. It's your what fault. You're th- what you're thinking is wrong. It's your fault. Yes. Now we're fighting because of you. Yeah. Well, if you didn't do this, I wouldn't have yes. done this. Yep. You did A, so it caused me to do B. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And even I remember once I was like just casually dating someone and I had gone to them and was just like, you know, this is just not working, you know, anymore. Like I kind of just want more. And I wasn't blaming the person or it was nobody's fault. Like it was what it was. It ended like we're moving on. Oh, well, did I do anything to make you like I, I, I think from the beginning I made it very clear like. And now talking about it, there were so many other narcissistic behaviors that I didn't at the time yeah. realize, but he couldn't ever be the bad guy. Never wrong. Isn't try. it crazy looking back and you realize like so many different things about people? Yeah. Yeah, they can't they can't <clears throat> be wrong. Like you misunderstood. I misunderstood what you were saying. Mm-hmm. That's not what I meant. I was joking. Yes. It was a joke. Well, I don't know why you're getting so mad. It was just a joke. Yep. When you know it definitely was not intentional. a joke. Yeah. Absolutely intentional. And because they have to keep that good guy persona, you can't you can't think I was wrong. I wasn't being mean. It's quite it's kind of a they're quite an interesting person. And it's going to be really hard. Definitely (laughs) dealing with a narcissist definitely keeps you on your toes. And I don't know. It must be hard to be that person. Because you really are keeping up. With so much bullshit. A fake personality. Really. Like, I don't know. You're never really who you are. You're never really you. Because you're always trying to be the person that somebody likes. I mean... I've gotten to the point, I don't care if people like me or don't like me, like... Yeah, oh, well, yeah. This is who I am, the right people will gravitate towards me, like... Um, and it's not that they do it in a people-pleasing kind of way. But that's that's <laughs> the weird thing, is, like, the fact that, no, it's definitely not in a people-pleasing thing, but it's, like, they want all eyes on me, but they're not emotional beings. No, 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 no. They can't sympathize with other people. They no. can't empathize with what someone else is going through. And when you don't sympathize with them... It's the end of the world. Literally. Like, how do you... I, you know, I had such a tough day at work, and how can you not understand what you know, I'm going through? Yeah, like, you have to feel bad for every little thing that they're going through, but they'll never feel bad for anything that you feel. There's no emotional connectivity to your feelings. No, and I think it almost goes right back to what they are go- uh, were are going doing. through. Yeah, it's um, always right back to them. Right back to them. Yeah, and what they- theirs is worse. Oh, like, they always got to talk yeah. to you. I went on a date once with this guy who I really did not even want to go on the date with but was forced to because, <laughs> I don't know, everyone feels the need to try to fix me up with someone. And I knew from the first phone call he was like, beyond a narcissist um and he was a bit of a bragger but on we get to the the date and we hadn't i don't even think my ass was fully in the seat and he says uh oh so your mom died and i'm like okay well first of all who even starts off a date like that and i said 
Yeah, and I think I was, like, about to expand on the topic, and he's like, yeah, well, my mom died, and, you know, you know, it was so much worse than, you know, my mother died. No, he yeah. did not. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this, this date is not going well. I actually used the uh, emergency phone call. I had an emergency. <laughs> I had to go. I had to go. Yeah. Oh, well, my, well, my mom died. Okay? Yeah, it's see, not a competition. <laughs> I can't stand people who make everything a competition. Like okay. that is such a pet peeve. Like there's, we don't need to top each other. Every story that I tell you, you don't have to have a story that's just like it. Like there's no need for that type no. of shit. One upping. I question myself swearing on here. I don't know why. I think we can. We said we're explicit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, I yeah, like, say I used toys on the left. <laughs> Very true. Very good. Um, but yeah, I think that, like, in, I think it's natural sometimes to be like, oh, me too. Yeah. But, like, you don't if have it's to make genuine. it sound, yes, you don't have to make it sound like, oh, well, this happened to me. Yeah. But, and I think initially when it's genuine, that's how you connect with someone, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship. Right. Like, oh, you had this experience. Oh, I had it too. Not when it's every, every single thing. Every topic. Um, I worked with someone and she was like that. Everything was, oh my God, me too. Oh, me too. Oh yeah, oh me. Uh, no, it can't possibly be everything someone said you've also have experienced. Right. I mean, it's just, I don't know. But I think there is an addiction towards a narcissistic person. Absolutely. Yeah. It Because it's like the, an adrenaline rush. Yeah. When you're in that wrong frame of mind. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like you, once you've matured and grown and are confident in your own Plus, behaviors. going back to the thing of like, when you meet them, they try so much to mirror who you are that it attracts you so much more. And like, so, okay, here's a good one. You know what I was just thinking? A narcissist will really try to reel you in by like, matching your energy, like we had said before. Taking you out, doing things like putting you on a fucking pedestal and then all of a sudden once you're comfortable and they have they know they have you or they think it's gone it's literally like i don't want to go out i don't want to do this i don't want to spend money like it's crazy it's been crazy at work i'm tired yeah well i just want to stay in and then if you say oh let's just go oh you don't even understand yeah you don't have a stressful job your job isn't as stressful as my job because we're just never on their level. No. And it is almost, they they think they're above you. Absolutely. There definitely is They're better that than you. Cockiness I used to of, say that all the time to my ex. Like, you literally think that you're better than me. Yeah. You Like, super <laughs> condescending. And it's more, like, stuff that you'll notice, like, that is, like, when you're further into it. Like, they're comfortable, you're comfortable... Now they'll say whatever the fuck they want to you. Right. And you are supposed to just take My it. narcissist was super condescending, like putting me down constantly. And I would just take it. But like, you are right because it's addicting. Like you feel, because they make you feel so low. Oh my goodness, Aussie. She's trying ladylike. Because they make you feel so low, you feel like you need them to put you back up there. Yes. It's like a, it's a vicious cycle. They bring you down, and you rely on them to pick, to, you, back to pick up. you back up. And they will, because they know 
that's part of their process. That's the only way to keep you there. Yeah, like, okay, I made her feel like shit, so now I'm going to go overboard. Yes. You know, and um, like, oh, do you want to go do something with my family? Let's do something with my family. Exactly. Yeah. Or, oh, my friend and his girlfriend are. I used to say, this. I used to say that um, I would break things off with him and he would put them back together without even my permission. Like, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't even be my, ch- I didn't have the choice. It was just, no, we're good. Yes. And we're yes. going to move on. Yes. Like, there was no option. And I literally would dead ass all the time be like, I'm done. Do not contact me block him still finds a way like there's always a way around it yes it's on their it is definitely on their terms especially the ending of it yeah like no you're not ending it exactly one time when i was dating a narcissist like i literally gave him the choice like you either change how things are going or it's done and he's like, this, there's nothing to change. This is who I am. I don't need to blah, 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 blah. So, oh my God, that's a big one. This is who, <laughs> who I, I am. am. It's just how I am. Deal with it. Yeah. Nope. And I, so I walked, you made the choice. No, I walked out the door. Two days later, I went on a date with somebody. Yeah. And he, of course, found out because they find out everything. Lost it. And I was like this extremely bad person and literally he said sometimes people just need time to think no no you you made your choice right then and and then then. because i don't know what it bruised your ego because your friends saw me out with somebody that you knew you weren't friends with them you just knew them yeah in passing so your ego was bruised so now it was well i just needed time to think how dare you then go out with somebody else like how dare you try to make yourself happy I'm the only person who can make you happy. Oh, that's exactly what they think. You're never going to find anybody better than me. You know what? That's perfect, perfect example. I used to get, it's not my fault my exes call me because they realize I'm the best they ever had. Oh. Well, if that just doesn't sum it up right there. <laughs> there you go. That's it in a nutshell. Yep. Could be on a shirt for them. <laughs> Hi, I'm a narcissist. For real. I'm the best you'll ever have. No one else will compare. It's really sad. It really does. And you know what? Perfect time to get into our next topic of Mm. not taking no for an answer because narcissists cannot do that. They cannot take no for an answer. But. scary. It is. It is. They will force their way. And you know what? I can't even go into the second topic yet. We're going to take two steps back. When you said. (laughs) Um, Welcome to our brain. Yeah. All over the place. Hot mess. So when you said how he like got mad that you went on a date and it like bruised his ego, what I used to get was like making fun of the person that I was currently oh, dating yes. and like constantly checking in. So how's your boyfriend? So how's your little boyfriend? Yes. Like, little. It's always little. Yes. <laughs> it's your little boyfriend. Right? Oh, yes. Yep. Yes. Because they're better than them. Yep. Your new boyfriend could never be as good as me. He, this kid when in reality, to, they were a hundred times better, and we just didn't see it. Yeah, we were, you know, not all there. We were blinded. But he literally used to, like, and that's another thing. This kid used to tell me, um, oh, his, his ex was calling him just to check in and um, to, to talk to him about her relationship problems. Because oh. they were not doing good. 
Oh, okay. oh, they're engaged now, so they probably weren't doing too bad. I'm wondering who was actually calling who in. Uh, like, I think also, too, like, when, you know, it's, how's your boyfriend? And then they throw in the, because, again, they can't be the bad guy. So you can't just insult the person. And then they would throw in the little sarcastic, well, good luck to you. He, se- he seems like a good guy. Yeah. Or I would get, um, yeah, my girl, like, because new girlfriend, my girlfriend's really good. Like, we're so, I'm so happy. I'm happier than I've ever been. I didn't ask. But <laughs> no, I, literally. And it's just like, that's the thing. I didn't ask. No, because one up. They have to one up. All the time. You're dating um, someone new. I'm dating someone you new. You have your new little boyfriend? Well, I have a fantastic supermodel right? girlfriend. And we never fight and things are perfect. Yep. I told myself after that, I will. I am not going to be one of your exes. Because literally all of them would respond and all of them would answer, like, not going to happen. And that just feeds into it. Yeah. And then in their mind, you really are the bad person. Because, yeah. well, if, you know, 20 of my other exes still want to be my friend and keep in contact it's with me. It's just you. It's just that one crazy bitch who doesn't want to yeah. be my friend. Exactly. And not like, oh, she's the smart one who caught on. Yep. And when I caught on and I left, he literally was like... You're the meanest girl I've ever talked to. I'm like, you must be delusional then. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. I can be mean, but I definitely wasn't mean to him because I was fucking scared of him. Exactly. And, and that's another thing. Like, it's so hard to stand up to your, to, to a narcissist. It's not as easy as you would like to think it is. No, because in your mind when it's happening, you think you can. But they're always two they steps manip- ahead of you. They manipulate you into thinking, oh, fuck, I was wrong. Yeah. Like, no matter well, what it is, even if you are right, it's scary. Yeah. Like, well, maybe he was just having a bad day. Or, oh, maybe I did say this and it insulted him. Or One time, there was a very large argument with a narcissist. And there was a gift that I had gotten him a week before. And that argument turned into... Take your stupid fucking shitty gift and put and he put, threw it in the trash. Yeah, that's rude. And you're she's an excellent gift giver. <laughs> I can speak from experience. And then it was like, no, I was just I was just mad. I didn't mean that. I'm like, well, it's staying in the fucking trash now. I didn't Fuck mean you. it. That's the key. Another key phrase. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. Cause they lack the empathy to know there needs to be meaning behind oh, they sorry. Should, they, yeah, exactly. They think if they, they say, say they're what, sorry. They say what you want to hear. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Let me make it up to you. Yes. And I, I think, I don't know, when you do finally leave it, you do realize you're like in such a, a healthier place. Mindset. So when they're trying to convince you you're the bad person because everyone else still likes me. You know, I, I still hang out with my exes, and I'm still friends with everybody. And you realize, no, no, I'm just as healthy. Like, it's not healthy to keep hanging on and swooning over somebody. Exactly. Because that, in reality, they want you to put them on a pedestal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that's actually really funny because such person had cheated on such new girlfriend with me instantly calls me after and was like am I a bad guy should I not have done that you're not gonna tell anyone right 
I'm like, listen, you're the one. I definitely shouldn't have done it. I was not in the right whatsoever. But it was very recent after. It's not like it was. Right. It was literally right after. And, you know, the narcissistic behavior, you have to go find somebody new right away. Um, and I was just like, I'm not the one in a relationship. This is not my problem. And it's never happening again. So. And if you have to ask if you're a bad person. Yes, you are. Chances are. Yes. Yes, you are. If that's in the back of your mind, you should not You should know. Exactly. You're a grown adult. You should know what's right and wrong. You yep. should have to ask somebody else. All right. Now we can take our two steps forward <laughs> and get into not taking no for an answer. One thing that all men don't know how to do. Because it bruises the ego. Yeah. I can't say all men. Most men. Most. Like the hundreds of people in my DMs that I have never responded to. Um, hi. Hello. Hi. Continue. How are you? Hello. Hi. They continue. How's your day? How's your day? How's yeah. your day? How's your day? Mm-hmm. Constantly respond to every single story with no response. Yep. Keep texting. No response. Or if you're trying to be polite and you give like a one or two word answer. Yeah, I rarely ever do that. See, that's where my downfall yeah, you can't be nice. Nice. No. Stop that. Yeah. I mean, if anything, just like it and move on. Yeah. You like the reply and you move on. Because then it doesn't really give them that much of it. Honestly, I don't even do that. Some, <laughs> some people don't take that hint. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen the evidence. It's very true. You don't um, respond and give just give a like and you still get... Yeah. Or like even when, and even when you flat out tell them no... I'm not interested. They will still continue. Mm-hmm. And, and I think sometimes it goes a step further, like with sex, like they don't, won't take no. Like that's I've a, literally had someone sit on my couch, like trying to pry my legs open. Like, no, I said no. Yep, I've been there also. Like it's not happening. Like you're not going to try to convince me or change my mind. And do you think forcefully prying my legs open is going to turn me on and make me want to have sex with you because that just turned me off and doesn't even make me want to talk to you ever again. Yeah. That's a very disgusting action. Like, it's just no. No is no. It's not a maybe. It's not a flirtation. No. Like, oh, no. Like, no. (laughs) No. Oh, no. It's a very... I mean, we learn it as kids. Also, um, (laughs) men, attention... Um, no answer is also an answer. The answer is ah. still no. It's still no. That's one of my favorite. There's like, it's always posted like silence is an answer. Yeah. And I think it also is the reverse. Like when a, a girl, we'll get back to the girl boy, mm-hmm. you know, distinction. Like when a girl really likes a boy and, <laughs> um, like they're not getting any response. And they're, you know, want to analyze, like... Can't take the hint. Like, he's not, he's not answering you. He's not responding. He's, you know, you're putting yourself out there. He's no, like, silence is an answer. Silence no is an response answer. is an answer. Mm-hmm. It's probably the biggest answer you can get. I think get. no answer is definitely a bigger answer than actually saying, like, turning somebody yeah, down. Yeah, or, like, making an excuse, like, oh, well, I'm really busy. I just don't have the time. Yeah. Because you're kind of still... Leading them on in a sense. Yes, like, yes, yes, if I didn't have all of this happening. Because then that person's going to overthink and be like, oh, well, there's still a chance. Yeah, so when someone's not responding to you or not answering you, 
that's your biggest answer right there. Take the hint and move on with your life. And it's a blessing because it just, that person wasn't for you. Exactly. That's Yes, exactly. Because you know what? What's meant for you will come and what's meant for you will probably answer your messages. And it's not something you have to force. Like what's meant for you isn't something you have to force. Exactly. It's not something like you have to change yourself to like it just happens. It's very free-flowing. It's easy, easy. It's just easy. It is easy. In all aspects of the relationship. So don't keep keep messaging someone when they're not (laughs) answering you. I mean, if this were a video, we could show you DMs of, and it's literally, like, some of it's just high every day. I once went on one date with someone, and it just wasn't, he just wasn't for me. Um, but would literally, he would literally message me as if we were having a conversation. Like, he would kind of just respond. Answering if, to his If anyone on the outside looked at it, it would kind of look like I kept his responses and deleted mine. <laughs> because, and I'm then sorry. come to find out, like, an acquaintance of mine had um, gone on a date with him as well. And she, so she was like, oh, because I think I showed her, like, this is, is this me or is this crazy? And... <laughs> She was like, oh my God, I went on a date with him and he did the same thing. Like, what are the odds? It's, well, it's Rhode Island, yeah, but it was sure, so sure. funny. It literally looked like I just <laughs> eliminated my responses. How about the amount of people that message you and I both? I think that's really yes. funny. <laughs> and it's, all, it's the same thing. And then unfollow you. Oh, yeah. And then refollow. I've had one, I guarantee <laughs> the you. The one you probably... called out on TikTok. Yes! <laughs> he literally just refollowed me. Me too. Again. <laughs> Oh my god, people are so weird. We'll probably get unfollowed again after this. Let's just point out the fact that we don't know this person whatsoever. No, this is the one who kept trying to get me to do the private yoga. Yes, yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and then wanted to know if... On Instagram, both of it too. If I I were able to throw in a massage, he'd be willing to pay for it. It's like, yeah, I don't generally touch. I think every time I check my Instagram analytics, it's like followed, unfollowed yes. every, every time. It's co- like, I'll constantly get a notification that he followed me. And I'm like, <laughs> did you sure already follow me? Pretty sure you already were. But when you called him out on TikTok. Yeah, that was good. That was the best. I had to. Well. Come on. There's something. Clowns deserve to be called out. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite reel. Part of the circus. Speaking of services, <laughs> let's talk about cheaters. Oh. You guys suck. <laughs> Just break up with the person. Yeah, see, that's what I don't understand. If you feel the need to cheat, you obviously are not in love. You're not happy. Leave the fucking person that you're going to fuck over. Why do you need to, like, there's no point in hurting somebody's feelings. Because they need the backup. If the grass really isn't green or where I'm going, yeah, I need the grass that I wasn't watering. To still be there for me. Yeah, I guess you're right. But if you were so confident in the other lawn, you could end things. You could have just went to the other lawn. Yeah. Don't have to mow both lawns. If any landscapers would like to sponsor us, (laughs) great girls. Um, But how about um, the best part of cheaters is the fact that the person getting cheated on always blames the other person and not their significant other. Which drives me up a wall. It takes two to tango. Two. Dos. 
both people were involved. Unless <laughs> it was not consensual. Unless it goes really back know. to our not taking no for an answer. <laughs> okay, then you can most certainly blame the other person for taking advantage of your, your partner. Yeah, I don't see that really happening. But in most, I'm going to say 99.9% of the situation, they, they did it on purpose. And I, I think it goes back to feeding the ego. And when we talked last episode about when you need attention from multiple people, you're not happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is. It's boosting the ego. Well, I can have my partner who I'm committed, quote unquote, to. But I can also still get this person and this person and this person. Validation. It is. Like, oh, I still have it. Yes. Insecurity. Yeah. Everything. All full circle, people. Stems from insecurity. (laughs) All comes back. And work on yourselves. Yes. I think that everybody honestly needs to work on themselves (laughs) these days. um, Because society is just so fucked in so many different ways that, like, I don't think anybody knows how to act. And especially in a dating world. It makes... Well, then it, it, it's made it so everything is okay. Yes, that's very true. Like, it took away from, I don't want to use the word special, but, like, the meaning behind having a relationship. Yeah. Because it's like, well, it is what it is. It's normal to be with multiple people. It's normal to talk to this one behind I guess your... you could say, in a sense, <laughs> it's normal to find other people attractive but oh, that doesn't definitely. mean that you don't have that that doesn't mean that you act on it no and i am someone if i'm dating someone and i see an attractive woman walking i'll point it out like look right. at her she's gorgeous yeah so it has nothing to do with finding someone else attractive because there's billions of attractive people in the exactly. world exactly like we said last time there's always somebody better looking yeah. than you it has it's, it's like when you take that next step yeah and acting on it clearly when you're and I think even that doesn't even have to be physical. Absolutely not. If you're entertaining messages, and especially when they get into flirtatious territory, that's cheating. I had dated somebody who was the type of person that any, I can't even say attractive female, any, any female, decent, any decent female, let's go with decent, we'll put it in between, I won't set the bar that low. Um... Any decent female that he came across on social media, add, add, add. Probably messaging. Any person that they saw through somebody else's social media or somebody that they saw out in public or somebody talked about a female, like, he would literally take the next step of, like, trying to find this person on social media. Ah. Like, you know what I mean? And that just, I don't understand that. And it was a long-term relationship. And that person, like, it just, it never made any sense to me. No, it's almost too reminds me, like, when you, like we said, it's perfectly normal to acknowledge an attractive person. Yes. To take a look and then you, like, glance away. But when you're out with someone on a date and you're, like, blatantly eye-fucking somebody, like, that's just so disrespectful. If you're out with someone, whether it's date one or date 25... Like, you shouldn't be... Gawking over somebody else. Yeah, like, you're paying attention to the person you're with. Like, how are you even knowing if this is, like, a good match when you're too busy 
because they're too busy to scope out what else is out there. Exactly. I don't have to there's put the effort and energy into this because look, there's all you know these other people out here. Options. That, Everybody hmm. wants to have yeah. options these days, and it's really fucking up the dating culture. Yeah. Because there's what like I don't need to. Try. Nobody's happy with just one person. Nope. Because they're not happy with themselves is really back yeah. right back to that. Because people who are truly happy with themselves are happy with either themselves or the partner that they have, singular. Yes, the one partner. Yes, and if by chance that partner cheats, they acknowledge that it was their partner's fault as well. Yeah. It's not like, oh, that bitch or that asshole. Oh yeah, no, if I ever get cheated on, cut. (laughs) Yeah. I, and I remember once when it's I nobody was... nobody else's fault but yours. She's not in a relationship. You are. When I was teaching one time, I want to say the conversation started with... Or a, maybe she is. I don't know. It had <laughs> to be a celebrity that cheated or something. I can't even remember. And obviously teaching is, you know, mostly females. And every female at the table was, like, blaming the other. Like, oh like my God, bitch. what a slut. She's such a slut. How could she do that? Why would you break up a home? And there was one teacher, and she's like, I don't blame her. So she's like, if my husband cheated on me, that girl didn't take vows with me. Like, my husband did. Right. So she's like, so it's my husband's fault that he broke those vows. Not her. And and in a lot of times, the other person might not even know this person is in a relationship. That's so true. <laughs> so how can you blame someone if you don't know? I mean, there's been times when I've had someone approach me and I didn't know initially that they were in a relationship. Like when I figured it out, I obviously stopped communication and ended things. But at that initial moment... That's another thing that stems back to like social media too because so many people are quick to hide their relationships on social media. Yes. It's sad. There's so many men I know that are married and I think the general cover is their picture is usually their kids if they have kids. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell like is there a wife? Right. Is there not a wife? Yeah. Um, or it's like a car. Yep. There's, you know, but yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure there are situations when... There's definitely multiple scenarios to cheating. It could be double relationships. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different things that could go wrong, I And I think think in the past, it was mostly men who did the cheating. But I have a bunch of guy friends. And it was... And they were married... Like the wife cheating. Nowadays, on them. I feel like females are just as bad, if not worse, yeah, than men. And I think, and I think when it's in that situation, they kind of almost use the excuse, "Well, men have done it. Well, men do it." But you know what? <clears throat> I feel like women becoming so, so like in the game. I guess like they act like they're players nowadays, like to top men. I feel like it's made it. So that men think that it's more okay, because oh, if God, the women are doing brilliant. it now, if the women are doing it now, then we're all just gonna do it, and we're all just gonna oh fuck God. each other over. That's pretty much what society is. That's genius. It's also it goes right back to the one upping. Yes, actually, oh. you know what? That's very true. So he cheats, so I can cheat. Oh well, she's cheating, so I can cheat. We're all just friggin' cheating with each Might other. Might as well just have one big orgy. <laughs> like who? Who needs a partner? We're kidding. 
Definitely to- kidding. Yeah. Totally joking. Sarcasm. Cheating is bad. And not in a narcissistic way. It's just a funny <laughs> sarcasm. <laughs> cheating is very bad. It's disrespectful. Yep. <clears throat> Respect is a huge... We talked about that. A huge, huge thing in relationships. In all aspects. And then, I don't know, like, I try to think, well... And I mean, to my knowledge, I don't know that I was ever cheated on. Oh, I've been cheated on. But I most definitely could have been and just never knew. Like, there were times I suspected it, but never had, like, concrete knowledge. And I think as you always trust your gut. Um, And I don't know, do, like, does the person blame the other person because it makes it easier Easier. for them? Especially if they're choosing to stay with their partner. Like, well, then I don't hate them because it was the other person's fault. They don't. And the the thing is, like, so I don't ever recommend getting cheated on. And if you didn't ever find out, you're better off. Um, Ignorance is bliss is quite... It fucking sucks. Like, it literally probably tore me apart, put me into depression. Like, and I went through it over and over and over again because I just let it happen. Um, And, like... I feel like it is a tactic that it is easier to blame the other person because you don't want to believe that your partner did that to you and you don't want to hate them and you do want to stay, especially, like, if it was a short-term relationship, that's one thing, but, like, long-term relationships, somebody that you've been with for so long, you just don't, you can't picture it. No, because when you're in a relationship, you you shouldn't even assume it should just be known that the feelings you have towards that person... Are the feelings they have towards you, which is never so. When the it's case. the realization that no, because they're out doing whatever with everyone else, right. like it's hard to admit. Like I feel this way towards someone, and I was wrong. Yeah, and yeah. I do think, which you know, for me, it's not a factor. But I think when kids are involved, a lot of times you hear like, well, we're going to stay together for the kids. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, she cheated or he cheated, but we're going to make it work for the kids. Yes. But that just, and especially after finding out, it makes it so much harder because then there's no trust. And I would think there's animosity. And then you're questioning everything that they do or say. Which kids pick up on. Oh, my God. And I don't have kids, but obviously I was a teacher and worked with them. And when I dated someone one time and he was talking about, like, he had considered staying with the ex for the daughter. And, you know, he always questions, like, did I do the right thing? Did I, like, ruin life for my daughter? And I'm like, obviously, I don't have kids. I work with kids. I see it all the time. But they're better off in two separate happy homes than one than one, one miserable. One. And then you're setting up poor, what's the word? model a poor model of what a good relationship is yeah because then that's what they're seeing and then they think that's okay to be questioning somebody all the time yeah to not be trusting someone to and be that's believing so someone. true that's so true that like watching your parents relationship definitely dictates a yeah. lot of how people look at what a relationship is supposed to be as they grow up yeah like you you don't want your kids getting into something where they're not trusting someone they're doubting themselves mm-hmm. To see you checking, like, their phone. Yeah. Driving by. Like, it's not the healthy. House. Just, no. And then you're just repeating that cycle. Exactly. So it's all about breaking the unhealthy cycles. Exactly. All right, guys. Thank you for listening 
to damaged goods. Next week, you can look forward to Shadow Fam. That's going to be a good one. This is going to be a good episode, and I'm super excited to um, actually record that one. I'm not even going to tell you the topics because I'm just going to leave you wondering. So stay tuned, and we'll see you next week. Bye.